You're tuned in. To Graham Hill's Weekend Variety Wireless on Radio Live. Brian Smith is with us on the other end of the line. We're having a look at war-themed music, and it has a pretty prestigious history, I think, because it's a very deeply emotional subject, hence is subject matter for some pretty impressive music. Grant, hello. How are you going? Good. It really was, I think, for popular music, the 60s, because of popular culture advancement and association with the Vietnam War that really developed it as a strong theme. Yeah, a heap of protest songs coming out and songs that used the war as a backdrop for things that looked at other elements of what was going on in society and so on, eh? Definitely. We're going to play an array. Some of them you may not know they're war songs. Do you mean unimpeachable classics like Billy Don't Be a Hero oh. by Paper Lace? Oh, no. I never knew that was about the war. That used to thunder out the radio in Whanganui when I was a nipper. You didn't realise? Oh, well, I mean, I wasn't really listening to the words oh, that much, you that know. That became your full-time occupation, though, listening yeah, to the words. It, it has <laughs> since. Paper Lace, there were famous ones, Jefferson Airplane, Volunteers... The Doors, of course, Unknown Soldier. Bob Dylan's got a few as well, hasn't there he? There are a few. Although he resisted any kind of categorisation as a protest singer when people tried to put him firmly in that camp. Yeah, well, that was just him being obtuse, which yes. was full-time job at the time. Of course they're anti-war songs. Of course they're protest songs. Yeah. Okay, shall we hit a Bob Dylan classic? Why ever not? I'm your masters of war. You that build the big guns You that build the death planes You that build all the bombs You that hide behind walls You that hide behind discs I just want you to know I can read through your mask You that never done nothing but build to destroy You play with my world Like it's your own little toy You put a gun in my hand And you hide from my eyes Then you turn and run farther When the fast bullets fly Like Judas of old can be won You want me to believe But I see through your eyes And I see through your brain Like I see through the water that runs down my drain You've thrown the worst fear I can't ever be hurled Children into the world who threatening my baby unborn and unnamed. You ain't worth the blood that runs in your veins. And I hope that you die. Will come soon. I'll follow your casket. 
That, of course, Masters of War. Bob Dylan, who championed the protest song, probably uh, one of the first to do it, along with Guthrie. Huh, Arlo? Yes. Yeah, yep. You know, and then gave it the swerve when people tried to um, make him into some kind of voice of his generation or something, ducked sideways, as you would want to, no doubt. One of the most famous pieces, because it's unequivocal and much loved, uh, Edwin Starr. Tell us about that. Well, this was originally a song for The Temptations. So The Temptations recorded it for an album. Barry Gordy and so on decided to put it out as a single. The Temptations had quite a lot of reasonably conservative fans as well as less conservative ones that it might damage their career to put out such an unequivocal anti-war song. So Edwin Starr got thrown the song instead and it became the biggest song he ever recorded. Loads of people know it. Me and my family have sung it a few times when we've passed through Ward on the east coast driving back up from Kaikoura. My nipper thinks it's hilarious to go, Ward, huh? What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Which is rough on Ward, but funny all the same. Down the years, there's been various covers. Bruce Springsteen covered it. It's also one of those songs on a list that you could do a whole program on if you had time, actually, in the wake of September the 11th, 2001. The Clear Channel in the U.S., put out a list to program directors of songs that they were forbidden to play. Like a thousand radio stations there and program them like all across the country. Good heavens, really? And it's a fascinating list you'll find online if you want to have a gander. It not only has really obvious anti-war songs, but it's got things like Great Balls of Fire and songs about diving and th- oh. things, anything that you could even remotely associate with falling off a building, the building blowing up. Every single Rage Against the Machine song is in there and various metal songs, but there's also things... There shall be no dissident thought. There should be radio stations popping up just playing anti-war music at that stage, shouldn't they? Even things like The Animals, We've Got to Get Out of This Place, is on there. Louis Armstrong's What a Wonderful World is on there. Lewis. The Bangles, Walk Like an Egyptian, is on there because it could be seen as being vaguely Middle Eastern. Oh, you're joking! a, A Day in the Life is on there, The Beatles... As is, for some reason, Obladi, Oblada, and Ticket to Ride. Weird songs got all lumped together in the months after because apparently program directors were sending emails back and forth saying, what can we play, what can we not play, while the nation was so traumatised. And there's um, In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins is on there. Because it might be an aeroplane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, this is just bizarre. This is insane. Knock It On Heaven's Door is on there by Bob. Insanity. Yeah. It's great. The list is great. There's 163 tunes on there. The Gap Band's old funk classic, You Dropped a Bomb on Me, yeah. you know, which is not about a bomb, actually. Hey Jude, Hey Joe is on there by Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Only the Good Die Young by Billy Joel, which should be on there because it's such an appalling song. Anything that stops them playing that. But also Elton John's Benny and the Jets. Oh, right. Because it mentions a jet. It's yeah. hilarious. Joan Jett would have had to change her stage name. Stairway to Heaven is on there. John Lennon's Imagine is on there, which is an arch-pacifist tune. It's really interesting to see what the powers that be thought was acceptable in the wake of a national tragedy. All right. I'd, I'd love to see the, ex- the official explanations on why as well. Well, there's a, a whole bunch of background guff on it online, including the list itself, quotes from people about why they invented the list, and then 
about a year later, denials from the Clear Channel that there ever existed such a list. Free Fallen by Tom Petty's on there. I'm just looking at the list now. On top of you. Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. It's the End of the World and We Know It by R.E.M. You know, there's a few things that make some kind of sense, but Simon and Garfunkel's Bridge Over Troubled Waters is on there. It's very strange. The link to this preposterous list. A Clear Channel No Playlist. I'll stick it up on Facebook as well. Sit here Edwin Starr's yep. War before we go too much further because it's such a ripper of its time. Today and uh, well, for some obvious reasons. Actually, not it's so obvious reasons. It really is um, our affection for round numbers more than anything else. Yeah. It'd be good enough to do any day this sort of thing. Grant Smithers, stay there. Go make a cup of tea or whatever you want. We'll be back very shortly. No worries. Weekend variety wireless. All right, having a look at war themed music. Grant Smithers on the other end of the line. There's one I want to play which will freak a few people out, I reckon. It was written a movie called Dollface, and okay. it's by Perry Como, and you can see him perform it on uh, Weekend Variety Wireless webpage. We've got the video up there. It's called Hubba Hubba Hubba. Now, this was drawn to my attention by a, a musical scholar. I was so surprised. It's dur- during wartime... Uh, against the Japanese, as, as horrific as the Japanese were in that conflict, uh, I think this will still come as some surprise. The lyric, and this is Perry Como singing to a dame in a bar about the war in Japan. Well, hubba hubba hubba, I just got back. Well, hubba hubba hubba, let's shoot some breeze. Say whatever happened to the Japanese. Well, a hubba hubba hubba, haven't you heard? Hubba hubba hubba, slip me the word. I got it from a guy who was in the know. It was mighty smoky over Tokyo. A friend of mine in a B-29 dropped another load for luck. And as he flew away, he was heard to say, a hubba hubba hubba, yuck, yuck. Good God. It easily passed muster in 1945. 
Here it is. And it just fades away with a cheery bit of song and dance. Uh, yeah, quite incredible um, from this perspective. Do you want to have a pick? As far as an anti war song that was controversial at the time goes, uh, Universal Soldier by Buffy St. Marie. He's five foot two. And he's six feet four He fights with missiles and with spears He's only 31 And he's only 17 He's been a soldier for a thousand years He's a Catholic, a Hindu, an atheist, a Jain A Buddhist and a Baptist and a Jew And he knows he shouldn't kill And he knows he always will kill you For me, my friend, and me for you And he's fighting for Canada He's fighting for France He's fighting for the USA And he's fighting for the Russians And he's fighting for Japan and he thinks we'll put an end to war this way. I reckon it's an interesting song, partially in how many people have covered it down the years because there's been stacks, but also the fact that there was a backlash song, which you don't get every day. It's basically the Universal Soldier is saying if we didn't participate in war, it couldn't happen kind of thing, more or less. Mm. But um, Jan of Jan and Dean, Jan Berry, recorded a version of the song with the lyrics changed to the exact opposite point of view and called it the universal coward. And Dean, of Dean Torrance of Jan and Dean, objected to this and didn't participate, but the Jan universal coward version came out in 1965. He's a pacifist, an extremist, a communist or just a yank, a demonstrator, an agitator, just a knave. A conscientious objector, a fanatic or a defector, and he doesn't know he's digging his own grave. He's the universal coward, and he runs from. Bloody hell. Phew. Hello. We're looking at war-themed music, mainly from the popular oeuvre, but there have been plenty of classical pieces of music written with a war theme. Benjamin Britten. I just want to play a little bit from uh, one of my favourite composers, Ralph Vaughan Williams, or Rafe Vaughan Williams, as he likes to call himself. Are you familiar with the Symphony Number no. 6? Nope. 
You might be if you're of the vintage or watched, in any case, the television series Family at War. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was used as a theme for that. Most, ap- right. most appropriate. Bloody moving stuff, and there ain't a word in it. Well done, Vaughan Williams. Uh, a lot of people think he's called Vaughan. He's got one of those double banger names. It's so annoying. Rafe to his mum. Ralph, probably, to his mum. Time mom. for dinner, Rafe. We'll take another break. War theme music this evening with Grant Smithies, for obvious reasons. Weekend Variety Wireless. War is the theme due to commemorations. Man, there's a lot when you start looking. And the biggest thing is, you know, what to leave out. And we will be leaving out a lot of great things. Can't really apologise for that because you only got a certain amount of time. I really like Ruby Don't Take Your Love to Town, don't you? Yeah, I do. Kenny Rogers made it most famous, but it was written by Mel Tillis. And there's been a lot of argument about what war is it about. He left it ambiguous, the crazy Asian war. People just are going to assume it's Vietnam, Yeah, they? Yeah. The story is he based the song on a couple who lived near his family in Florida. In real life, the man was wounded in Germany in World War II and sent to recuperate in England. He married a nurse there. Uh, that was caring for him in the hospital. They fell in love, they moved to Florida, but he had to go back to hospital, periodic trips, and, you know, that sort of thing for problems because his wounds weren't healing properly. And his wife hooked up with another guy. He it's was... a genuinely moving song, isn't it? It is. It's not, it's not a protest song, especially about war. It could be uh, um, construed as being fairly patriotic about the going off and serving your country and so on. It would, so it wouldn't alienate people that that um, were of that point of view that that was a good thing. But it talks about the loneliness and the aftermath of people when they come home. Uh, yes, but here's the killer point, and it's really, really sad. I'm, I'm sorry to have to regale this. He changed it to Crazy Asian War instead of German, and he also left out the real-life ending. He did get a gun and shot both her and himself. You've painted up your lips and rolled and curled your tinted hair Ruby, are you contemplating going out somewhere? 
shadow on the wall tells me the sun is going down sad uh ruby don't take your love to town let's move way over to a complete different genre and time public enemy yes who, who in fact if they were to collide with kenny rogers it would be like matter and antimatter hitting each other in a science fiction comic that uh, i've always loved this song black steel in the hour of chaos came out in 1989 on it takes a nation of millions to hold us back it's probably one of my five favorite records at least in the of the hip hop persuasion, it's hip hop aristocracy. That it just it sounds like a riot too. The it whole does. Thing. This and the records either side of it that they put out around this time are just sonically kick more ass than most punk records, and are very inventively strapped together. But it may, makes me think still of people like Muhammad Ali, who had a lot to say about not receiving respect and your rights in your home country, and then be expected to go off and be cannon fodder. So the guy in this receives his draft letter in the mail, picture me giving a damn, I said never, kind of thing, decides he's not going to go, ends up in jail, and then stages a dramatic uh, jailbreak. Soul nerds will recognise as all built around samples from uh, Isaac Hayes' mm. hot-buttered soul record. Public enemy. To give it context, Muhammad Ali first. He was drafted, and then he refused induction on the grounds of his religious convictions on war. My conscience won't let me go shoot my brother or uh, some darker people or uh, some poor hungry people in the mud 
for big, powerful America and shoot them for what? They never called me nigger. I got a letter from the government the other day. I opened and read it and said they were suckers. They wanted me for their army or whatever. Picture me giving a damn, I said never. Here's a land that never gave a damn about a brother like me and myself because they never did. I wasn't with it, but just that very minute it occurred to me. The suckers had authority. Cold sweating as I dwell in my cell. How long has it been? They got me sitting in a state pen. I gotta get out, but that thought was thought before. Got a letter from the government the other day. I opened and read it and said they were suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Public Enemy, very much an anti-draft song. We'll take a break, come back and wrap it up with war-themed music. And we make no apology. So much is left out. It was always going to be that way. The Weekend Variety Wireless. All right, war-themed music. I want to throw you this one because I don't think it really needs any explanation. I'll tell you a little bit about it after this. If you think we're on the run We are the boys who will stop your little game We are the boys who will make you think again Cause who do you think you are giving Mr. Hitler If you think old England's done Mr. Brown goes off to town on the A21 but he comes home each evening and he's ready with his gun. So watch out, Mr. Hitler, you have met your match in us. If you think you can crush us, we're afraid you've missed the bus. Cause who do you think you are kidding, Mr. Hitler, if you think we're on the run? Stop your little game We are the boys Who will make you think again Cause who do you think You are kidding Mr. Hitler The theme from Dad's Army, and they didn't trivialise the war, I don't think It was a tremendous programme And that song just so famous as it's being associated with it. The lyrics were written by the scriptwriter, Jimmy Perry. Right. And sung by one of his favourite sort of vaudeville singers of the day, Bud Flanagan, said, will you come in and do it? And he said, sure, I will, son. He just came and did it in one take, and that was that. He was given, I think, 100 guineas. Flanagan. Which is a power of money. Flanagan just died a year later. So it was actually Jimmy Perry, one of the writers of Dad's Army, wanting to, I don't know, salute a fan of his before he died. And he did it. And, man, that made him famous. I and then it was pumped endlessly into our living rooms for years. I yeah. remember watching it heaps when I was a young fellow. Yeah. Okay. The Annette Home Guard. 
quite fantastic. Yeah, but they're lovely. They represented all, all that's good about peacetime. When the Nazis were going, it, was, it seemed imminent that they were coming in an episode of Dad's Army, and Godfrey says, do, do, do you think they'll upset Sissy's hollyhocks? <laughs> that seems silly, but that's what it's peacetime's about, that you can worry about hollyhocks. It's just yeah. lovely. Neil Young, he's never backward about coming forward about important issues, is he? No, that's true. And Ohio is the song about a student demonstration at Kent State University in Ohio that left four students dead and one paralysed and I think eight or nine others wounded. A peaceful demonstration against the Vietnam War that ended violently when the National Guard Mm. fired into the crowd for 13 seconds non-stop and killed all these students. It was a very peculiar and galvanising sort of incident for the American protest movement. Entirely over the top and unjustified, but it showed the, I guess, a level of serious panic on the part of the government of a counter-war movement gaining momentum. I think the important thing here, it's a good song. Neil Young, Ohio. There are very few songs from the popular oeuvre, which is you know the, the modern rock and pop, about World War One, because there were plenty of things to talk about, like Vietnam and even the Cold War. But one that does address World War One directly, and I think a, a beautiful and educated way, the Zombies and the Butcher's Tale, 
the instrumentation on this, I think it was a really good idea. It was just this harmonium thing and with sound effects in the background. The sound effects, it was actually a record played backwards. Pierre Boulet album, Backwards and Sped Up. It lists the battles and the story of being paid the shilling to join the army. The Butcher's Tale by the Zombies. Yes, that was my trade But the king's shilling is now my fee A butcher I may as well have stayed For the slaughter that I see And the preacher in his pulpit Sermon, go and fight Do what is right But he don't have to hear these guns And I bet he at night and I and I can't stop shaking my hands won't stop shaking my arms won't stop shaking my mind won't stop shaking I want to go The Zombies were a good band. Yeah, yeah. No New Zealand anti-war songs, huh? I don't know. There probably are. There are. Yeah. I know one. Yeah. And it's from probably my favourite band ever to come out of this country. Skeptics, Man of War.
tone is lovely and the delivery from David Diaz, marvellous. What a loss he was. Yeah. Died far too early. What do you want to go out with? There are so many options. I love Glenn Campbell's Galveston. Oh, man, that's a good song. That's a killer, isn't it? Yeah. I am so afraid of dying. I am so afraid of dying Before I dry the tears she's crying Marvin Gaye's What's Going On is a very beautiful thing about someone arriving back and finding society at home has changed heaps while they've been away at war. Mother, mother, there's too many of you crying. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you dying. You know I like some of these things that aren't just straight protest songs, but look at what went on for people afterwards. There are innumerable songs, like the Gang of Four wrote Armalite Rifle. There's songs about the, the Civil War in Ireland, and there's epic amounts of songs you could choose from. War Sucks, Red Crayola, Black Flag, My War, Black Sabbath, War Pigs, Peribu, 30 Seconds Over Tokyo, which is too long to play, but is a masterpiece. One that would have been played a lot over this weekend, but isn't. Two Little Boys by Rolf Harris. That's right. I want to go out with the most appropriate, whether it's the best or not, because it is direct about the Gallipoli conflict. And the band played Waltzing Matilda by Eric Bogle. The Pogues is more famous, but this is the original. We'll just go out with that. Grant Smithies, thank you very much. No worries. Now when I was a young man, I carried me pack. And I lived the free life on the rover From the Murray's Green Basin to the dusty outback Well, I waltzed my Matilda all over Then in 1915, my country said, son It's time you stop rambling, there's work to be done So they gave me a tin hat and they gave me a gun And they marched me away to the war And the band played waltzing Matilda As the ship pulled away from the quay And amidst all the cheers The flag waving and tears We sailed off for Gallipoli And how well I remember That terrible day How our blood stained the sand and the water and of how in that hell that they called Souvla Bay We were butchered like lambs at the slaughter Johnny Turkey was white and he primed himself well He showered us with bullets and he rained us with shell And in five minutes flat he'd blown us all to hell Nearly blew us right back to Australia But the band played waltzing 
Then a big Turkish shell knocked me arse overhead, and when I woke up in me hospital bed and saw what it had done, well I wished I was dead. Never knew there was worse things than dying. For I'll go no more waltzing Matilda. All around the green bush, far and free, to hum tents and pegs, a man needs both legs. No more waltzing, Matilda, for me. So they gathered the crippled, the wounded, the maimed. And they shipped us back home to Australia. The legless, the armless, the blind, the insane, those proud wounded heroes of Suvla. And as our ship pulled into Circular Key, I looked at the place where me legs used to be. And thank Christ, there was nobody waiting for me to grieve, to mourn, and to pity. But the band played waltzing Matilda as they carried us down the gangway, but nobody cheered. They just stood and stared. Then they turned all their faces away. And so now, every April, I sit on me porch and I watch the parade pass before me. And I see my old comrades how proudly they march. Reviving old dreams of past glories, and the old men march slowly, all bones stiff and sore. They're tired old heroes from a forgotten war, and the young people ask, "What are they marching for?" And I ask myself the same question. But the band plays waltzing Matilda, and the old men still answer the call. But as year follows year, more old men disappear. 
Someday no one will march there at all Waltzing Matilda Waltzing Matilda Who'll come a-waltzing Matilda with me And their ghosts may be heard As they march by that billabong Waltzing Matilda with me It should come as no great surprise. Tomorrow evening, a lot of war-themed stuff as well. 100th anniversary of Armistice. We will be playing the final instalment of Jesus, Make It Stop, Glenn Harper, walking us through the last days of World War One. It's been a marvellous thing. You can actually have a listen to that episode right now, if you like, because we thought it should go up uh, to be available all weekend. It's downloadable as a podcast as well. I think it's pretty much on the front page of News Hub. So do go there and have a listen to it. Ah, oh, of course, the murderousness of... World War One, right up to the end. People are fighting and dying up to the 11th hour of the 11th month in 1918. And uh, unfortunately, that's a fact that some of them are killed in the last few days of the war and indeed some are killed on the last morning of the war.